Welcome to Talking Travels and Other Stuff. On this week's podcast, I'm really excited to be talking to James South, who is the founder of Igo Room and Gecko Digital, which is going to be the most technological and digital way forward in booking hotels, I believe. Welcome to the podcast, James. Thank you for joining. Hi, Sarah. Thank you. Very nice to be here. And thank you for the intro. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah, we hope so. We hope so. That's that's the grand vision is that we're um, going to change the way that people see definitely their holidays forever. Um, our marketing department might say the world forever, but yeah, we uh, we <laughs> brilliant. So tell us a little bit about I Go Room. Um, I mean, to me, I've done <laughs> research. Sounds like the dream job because your work. Well, you can tell us about it. How and why did you start it? What is it? Yeah. Um, I started it because I had a content company called Gecko Digital and we created virtual reality content for hotels and management companies. And we saw that while there was this huge critical mass and movement towards VR content, we were empowering direct channels, meaning hotel websites with this content. And we thought, or I thought, surely there has to be an indirect channel that has the same gravitas in terms of reducing bounce rates and increasing the average time people spend on websites that we could use for indirect selling so that really was the conception moment of igo room wow so it kind of works it's complementary to your um digital your gecko digital yeah yeah so it uses the content meaning the walkthroughs so we have these wonderful 3d walkthroughs where we map resorts from the sky in the rooms and under the water and then we use that content in a 3D capacity on a booking engine that we've built. So it's exclusively powered by virtual reality 3D content, um, which in a world where immersive marketing is really becoming the kind of you know, mandate for corporate content, uh, we feel that we had to be the person that did this because we'd already built a library of virtual reality assets with all of the big hotels throughout Asia. So that was really, again, the conception point and the light bulb moment and yeah. start with us on this crazy journey <laughs> so your background is kind of already working with the luxury travel industry um what did you do before that have you always been kind of involved with this side no I'm, I'm, I, I i hate using the word ser- every time i use the word serial people think i'm going to come out with serial killer <laughs> um i've set up a, a few businesses in the past and um one of the things that I like to do is to, um, oh, probably the behest of my family life, my career, and my friendships is find problems with things. Um, <laughs> and and uh, looking at existing channels and models of how we buy hotels, how we uh, use transport, I've constantly come out with probably these harebrained schemes or inventions that have allowed me to either build a following or you know a movement around me where we've either got investment with the most recent example i go room or before similarly um i had a company where i developed the world's first electric motorbike with 
removable batteries and then wrote a battery leasing scheme alongside that and worked with Boris Johnson in the UK um, for a big initiative. Uh, and then we went for venture capital funding and for want of a better reason, I took an early exit in 2010 or 11. But um, not really developing technologies itself, but looking at the way that we can market new technologies and bring existing components together to allow people to use them in a novel capacity. And I think in the same way that you know, removable batteries in motorbikes served a purpose back then. That's what we're looking to do with virtual reality content and hotels. Um, yeah. Before that, I was, uh, yeah, I, I graduated in philosophy and aesthetics at university. And I was, I used to fancy myself as a bit of a poker player. So I played quite a lot of uh, professional poker uh, for a few years. So wow. we're now going back. <laughs> I can't imagine yeah. your poker face actually. You're so smiling. <laughs> <laughs> that is the poker face, Sarah. Well. <laughs> Even never think I'm lying. <laughs> I trust you. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. So in a nutshell, um being a virtual reality travel agent means that prospective clients can look at what they're the offering of the hotels of these gorgeous luxury hotels and destinations via the power of vr is that yeah so there's without getting too technical there's there's two types of vr there's the one that you know everyone thinks of when you when you mention that word and they think you've got to put a headset on and you've got to walk through in in vr that is called stereoscopic vr so it's using your eyes as this kind of uh, gimbal to, to look up and down and walk through these hotspots. We do have that. That is a plugin that we have available for all of our tours if someone happens to have a headset handy to them. Um, but the real 360 VR content that we use is called gyroscopic VR. So it's used on a mobile phone. It's in 360 and it allows you with your finger to turn around and walk through. Oh, wow. Or you can use your phone as a window where you move your phone around you and it will show you a different view to where you're standing. Um, so, yeah, gyroscopic VR in the sense that it uses a phone and it's on the screen on the phone in 360 rather than in a headset in a different reality. Oh, right. That's great for sharing then because more people can get the experience. Yeah. So we want to, yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah. So we want to optimize it mostly for mobile use and anyone with a handset can can log into our 360 and similar to i think everyone now has used at some point google street view so think of a kind of that being a diluted you know kind of worn down version of what we're creating which is you know this super 3d virtual reality world in 360 with a similar kind of ui and ux to street view but allowing you instead of just walking along a street you can now go into a hotel, you can fly above it with a drone and you can also, if it's a Maldivian or Indian Ocean property, you can now go under the water and we've really paved the way for underwater virtual tours. Ooh. So, um, yeah. Oh, gorgeous. Lovely. So what is your specific USP? Are there any other companies like you? Are, are you just kind of honing the, or opening the market for? Yeah, there's, I mean, we've been, we've been around for a while and there are other companies that are around. We're definitely not the only ones, but to go back to that removable batteries and the motorbike example, we we don't change the technology as it's as it exists, but we change the way that people use that technology or that technology is distributed. Mm-hmm. So other companies would just label themselves as a production company and they would charge for photos to stitch together to put into a virtual tour. We really look outside the box and we say, look, let's make this to a better standard than anyone else in terms of 
colours, visuals, pioneering underwaters that we just spoke about. But then let's look at how do hotels get a return of investment on this? What channels can we distribute this content to to have a higher impact on that direct selling? So we're building a virtual reality travel show with a government, a tourism board in the Indian Ocean, which I'm not at liberty to say quite yet, but it's very exciting. It is the world's first virtual reality travel show with VR content in a VR environment. Um, And that kind of covers trade. Uh, We're building, we've built iGo Room, so a B2C booking engine. We're partnered with some of the biggest wholesalers, so that content goes on wholesale channels. And then, of course, we put it on hotel websites in those headsets offline, on social media, and on Google. So it's really a multi-channel product at a higher standard that really gives us that unique selling edge, um, that that slight edge above, yeah, against other competitors that are doing similar content that they might only publish to a hotel website. Cool, cool. And because it's very kind of, you know, luxury high-end, um, is it a members club or can anybody kind of join book up to you sign up and enroll or how's it going to work from from the client's perspective okay yeah, really, really 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 good question so our end users who use the booking engine we are trying to create a members club where if you sign up and you're a part and you, or you only need an email or a facebook account to sign up but it will give you access to special offers if you go through the website without a member's login you won't have access to certain offers and certain features embedded within the app so it's kind of a hybrid, both, both. So there's the members element and there's also non-members element. Cool, cool. And um, I bet that your your team, I bet you, you know, you're constantly growing. And do you have a lot of um, people all around the world working for you, kind of taking the imagery? And is it a kind of a very cool place to work? Yes. How's your work ethic with your team members? <laughs> I think we're really unique. And I think this is part of the story is that, you know, we, we raised this money for our seed capital round online and we, we, we broke all records in terms of crowdfunding in Asia. So the biggest amount of money raised in the quickest time with the biggest single ticket investor. Um, and that really demonstrated to us an appetite on the demand side for what we're doing. If investors are literally willing to put their money where their mouths are. Um, and I think what, you know, that kind of lends itself to how this company is, been built up until that point in a pre-investment world and post-investment that mm. it's all been built on Zoom and online. We've got our, you know, chief operational officer who lives in the Canaries. Uh, we've yeah. got our office in the UK, which serves as a kind of sales hub for Gecko Digital. And we've got our operational resourcer. We've got our contract negotiators and we've got our CMO and marketing team. And then we've got our financial institution in Malaysia and Singapore, where we're currently building our HQ. And then we're building an APAC office around that. So it's really kind of the beginning tenets of a corporation in the very essence of that word, um, where we have these satellite offices around. And then you have each of those serving a different purpose. So one might be operational, one might be marketing, one might be sales, but it's all channeled through the HQ. Um, so yeah, it's a multinational so far team. Uh, and it comes with its challenges. I'm not going to lie. There are challenges with not having an office, a tangible space, but you know, it's, it's, we all feel like, as our CMO says, that there is this idea, there is this movement 
that's happening and it's gathering momentum and we're hiring and there's so much talent out there that you're poaching it left right and center in, in hospitality mm. and it's just to see people that are whipped up and becoming a part of this and aligning the vision with the kind of core culture that we're building around the corporate um is a very exciting time and i think people see this and a lot of people seemingly want to be a part of it so we are hiring at a crazy rate at the moment oh wow so actually where can people kind of find out about these roles what are you headhunting or are you yeah yeah we are so we have we're trying to keep it somewhat um toned down because when you speak to a lot of people in hospitality you know on the on the vendor side on the client side We've even found that some people, you know, actually want to jump ship and come and join us. And, and so I, I think the word of mouth element is spreading quite quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are going through conventional recruitment channels where we're trying to tone it down and specify actually really niche roles that we need mm-hmm. right now. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Usually you're probably going direct through, you know, um, Gecko Digital website and there's a there's an email on there, an info email where people can find out. If I wasn't a writer, I would be, and a podcaster, <laughs> I, I would love to be your kind of underwater digital cameraman woman. <laughs> Get in line, Sarah. <laughs> Radio. Um, right, so we already have virtual fashion. So do yeah. you think that there's a future in virtual travel um, after the pandemic? Do you think that people will actually still want to go to places or do you think that... You can kind of coin it all, you know, by video. Really interesting discussion. There's a bit of a a mix-up. There were some people saying that the virtual travel world, if this is going to replace the real travel world, is an abomination on travel. Mm -hmm. And that's not what we're doing. We're a virtual booking engine. So what we come in and say is we intercept at that point of dreaming. So, you know, we come in and say, look, if we can enhance and enrich that booking process by giving you a better understanding of how you exist in that environment before you arrive, then you would have to use us because there is no other experience quite like it. And I think immersive reality really after that experience, especially in a world where, you know, a lot of the time we can't bring people to the property because of movement control orders. So immersive marketing allows you to take the property to the people. And a lot of what we're doing is book now, stay later initiatives, which is what we're going to launch with. So the sooner the traffic light systems change in favor of the destinations that we've mapped, then people can book now at a favored rate to then travel later. Um, But yeah, I, I, I think that we're at a point where 360 immersive marketing and VR is, is at this, this kind of critical mass that probably, you know, color chrome was at in the 1970s, replacing, you know, black and white photography. I th- I, I'm not, I wouldn't be arrogant enough to say that it would replace color photography, but I think there will be two channels of media in which we will, you know, imbibe in the future when we're buying holidays, especially four walls, yeah. you know, and spaces that I go and stay in and spend exorbitant amounts of money on. Yeah. And that has to be a more on view it's not a dictated view that a cameraman has chosen an angle over with setup it is a 360 walkthrough of the villa or the property and i think again in a world where space is the new luxury we now know that you know if you go to a water villa in the maldives you're 20 meters away from the next person and i think 
virtual reality really lends itself to that kind of space. Mm-hmm. We're not selling three-star city hotels where it's a room and a bathroom. Mm-hmm. You're talking about private pools. You're talking about, you know, its own aerial view where we take a drone off from the villa and you have an aerial view of the villa that allows you to go in and then explore the house reef next to that villa. So mm-hmm. it's really, to answer your question, it's tapping in to that pent-up demand with a content medium that makes more sense because it lends itself to the kind of buying power that that pent-up demand is after. Everyone's been locked inside. Everyone's looking for their next holiday. And we've mapped the kind of destinations where that pent-up demand is going to be funneled to over the next six to 12 months. Cool, cool. That makes sense. And are you working with um, any musicians? Do you have a soundtrack to kind of make it even more? (laughs) Are Are you a musician? Are you, are you an underwater photographer and a musician by any chance? <laughs> Definitely not. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> just aspirational. I'm just kind of imagining, you know. <laughs> I, do you know what? I've been listening to too many sleepy tunes and meditations, so <laughs> yes. I'm in visiting these amazing islands. And it's uh, No, I like it. It's an area that we haven't uh, explored yet. Although, I, and this is not really person, probably to the question, but you know, a few years ago, I did have a friend who was a musician that wrote a track completely independent of a video I shot for a hotel, but we used that track on the overlay of that hotel. But are we using musicians for advertisements? Uh, yeah, I think we will have to at some point in the future. Um, currently, it hasn't been on our, on our trajectory or, or radar at the moment, but definitely something to keep an eye out for. Okay, cool. That just adds to the... Um exoticness <laughs> oh wow and uh, do you have um have you had any feedback so far yeah i mean we've we've given parts of the beta version of the app to industry leaders um we're constantly because you're, you're serving two sites right you're it's not a conventional ota where you're you're just you're just negotiating rate distribution you are negotiating rate distribution and you're also talking to marketing to empower that hotel with content that you then use on the rate distribution side. Um, so we're constantly talking to hotels. I mean, it's I probably speak to four or five big corporates every day um, and independent hotels. Um, and the trajectory and the pace with which we've got direct contracts with our OTAs is phenomenal. I mean, it's just, again... On the supply side, there is a real appetite for this. Um, and that is kind of wetted by this fact that the hotels feel empowered, that they're getting this content. And we had, you know, we're working with a company called Kersner. Um, people might better know them as one and only hotels and uh, the Atlantis in Dubai. And we've had a piece go out in uh, in an online um editorial this morning and it's 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 phenomenal just from my side having the pr company reach out to some of these these hotels that we work for and seeing the testimonials that are in place because we all think we're, we're drinking the same kool-aid and you can never kind of take an outside looking in perspective and it's it's really nice to see that you know some of these interviews are happening and the kind of feedback and reviews that we're getting from from the hotel side is phenomenal they're really the properties that we're selling they're our products yeah yeah cool i actually read something on um globe trender that was the one that was the article yeah yeah, that was the one so they they quoted the the (laughs) shangri-la there was a shangri-la quote in there yeah yeah Yeah, i I had no idea i only just read it about an hour ago 
oh wow no it's on linkedin it was really out there right, right. Okay. <laughs> oh fabulous so um are you what where are the countries what hotels are you kind of repping at the moment and people can when when are you launching and what are you launching so we're, we're, we're aiming for a there's, there's a difference between a soft launch and a hard launch. So hard launch is um, cross-platform, all, 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 so all platforms. So when you talk about hard launch, you're talking about iOS, native app, Android native app, website, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we're launching a soft launch on Android and a website. Um, we're launching with a limited number of uh, properties as a kind of test bed phase. Um, and that happens middle to end of next month. Ooh. And then we're looking at a hard launch following quite shortly, probably in the lead up to the summer months. Okay. Um, but next month will be an Android app and it will be a website. Um, we're looking at the UK predominantly as a source market. So we're targeting UK travellers. And um, we're looking at uh, the Indian Ocean and the UAE as a destination. We have already mapped parts of Southeast Asia. So we've already done quite a substantial number of hotels in Bali, Indonesia, um, Jakarta, um, Thailand and Malaysia. But we're really, because of the kind of Omicron issues that we're having around those countries opening up at the moment to source destinations like the UK, we're going to park that until probably phase two, phase three. But our real launch is going to see probably Indian Ocean. So you'll see a lot of Maldivian hotels in there, um, Sichuan Waz hotels, Mauritian <laughs> hotels, yeah. uh, UAE hotels, the good ones. The big, oh, I might just the check out the website. <laughs> just, I'll just get the app just to kind of just <laughs> imagine, just imagine. Put the dream back into the booking process. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Fabulous, lovely. And um, finally, I know that we're really short of time and thank you so much. What oh, um, right. are you, do you think that this has got the potential to kind of, try before you buy with any other um activities you know uh, sports events or could you kind of imagine kind of vr anything else yeah very good so we're, we're looking at building in different verticals so i go room is the current vertical for hospitality and and and, and travel um there is an i go diving element where we are talking to certain sectors within the diving sphere around um <clears throat> representing high-end liverboards um wow i go golfing i go there's quite a few coming out of this space yeah. i'd like to say there is one that i keep mentioning off the cuff but i get a funny reaction because we are to go back to your last question and kind of segue that into the recent one um in terms of source markets we are also looking at the us and the caribbean as a destination and so we are moving a few resources to the US in the next couple of months um, with a potential partner there. Um, and they have access to all the cruise lines. So, you know, one of the things that we were looking at doing was creating I Go Cruising, which I've said a few times, but it's had a very negative connotation. <laughs> 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 tell people you're selling cottages in the Cotswolds and you're going to develop I go cottaging. And it gets, you know, it, <laughs> I think the US is slightly different in terms of receiving you know, um, innuendos. Yeah. Than, you know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but cruise lines is another one. Yeah. Cruise yeah. Lines, so I go cruise lining. I yeah. go cruise lining. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I look forward to that and we'd have another chat but we'd probably have a lot more giggles <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fabulous i'm really excited for you and i just think 
that it's going to be really, really, really cool to see different locations, like all the places that I haven't been to and that are aspirational. So, yeah, thank you for sharing. That's just really cool. And I'm very, very jealous. I look forward to um, to the launch and getting you involved, Sarah, as well. I'll send you the oh. app quite shortly yeah. and, and we'll we'll. Look to your feedback. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Good. No, thanks. And thanks for your time and good luck with it all. Really appreciate it.